All right. Hello. Welcome to another Tech Corner podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens when you're watching too many movies. Those attractions, those guys would do those voiceovers are just epic, though. Voice. <laughs> Should maybe produce one of them. Take, this year, take and film. The day this we do, year on podcast. Exactly. Coming soon <laughs> to a podcast app near you. Near you. <laughs> I think we should, we should do it. I mean, the reason why we're going on this theme now is because today we actually got a... We're talking about... Uh, a specific tech, topic? Tech in, uh, in governors. Mm. But before we do get there, we're going to touch on some other notes that have happened throughout the week. But yeah, that's the reason why we've got this like theme thing. So one of these days, we're like... Tech in film. There's so much, obviously, that happens with tech in film, obviously. Yeah, so things we've got. We've got a list of things that we want to cover. Voice over for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you happen to be the owner of Epic Movie Voice, uh, you can get in touch with us. You know, so we can get you to record something. You know, we'll shout you out. uh, Yeah, get you some more business if you're a voiceover artist and all that. Uh, please, yeah, holler and let us yeah, know. Yeah, we'll give out those details as we progress. Yeah, man. All right. So this this week, we're going to start before we get into our. Our, our theme for this podcast. All right, so there's uh, epic news coming out of Japan. Yeah, Japan, as we all know, mm. is one of these tech frontiers where they, they are uh, ahead of the curve in a lot of stuff. Mm. They're similar to China in terms of you know mobiles and everybody yep. having a mobile, everybody uh, connected. Yes, connected, using their mobiles mm. for stuff. They're, yep. You know, yep. they're, they're one of these ahead societies or whatever you yeah. want to call it yeah so yeah anyway they are also the home of a number of companies you know that are oh yeah you know tech related you know your old nissan things and whatnot sure so apparently they've actually uh just reached in an interesting milestone oh yeah all right so they are home to nissan yes and nissan manufactures the leaf which oh, is a very yeah. popular or well-known electric electric mm. car because it's one of the first and it was a pioneer in that field yeah, yeah? yeah and they've just announced actually that japan has now more electric charging stations than they do gas stations <laughs> so yeah, basically they've announced to the world that no we are ahead of the curve a and b we're actually in the next what uh, tech revolution, tech age, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I know in the last podcast, we talked about the fact that we're still living in, you know, under the influence of Henry Ford, combustion engine all over the yeah. place, etc. Japan basically is putting, is turning the page on that. If they've got more charging stations than they do gas stations. They're basically it's, saying, you know, this is this is the past, gas is the, pa- the past, and we're, as far as we're concerned, we're headed to the future. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I personally believe that electric is not the way forward. What is your solution? I, from cars, I've, I've always been a big fan of hydrogen. Okay. And, and yeah. it might sound biased, but this whole charging thing, it, for me, and especially for, for, for like short range, yeah. electric makes perfect sense. Yeah. Especially if you can use your vehicle throughout the day, you get back home, you plug it in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I was so intrigued. And I might sound biased, but I was so intrigued like when uh, Top Gear, the, the old cast, of course, James May, when he went over to the States yeah. and reviewed, it was a Honda, I think. It was Honda Clarity. Okay, and, yeah. And on hydrogen. Yeah, yeah. And he gets to this hydrogen filling station. He gets there, just puts on the pump, just like you'd normally do a car. Yeah. 
and within five minutes is full and gave him another a range of another 200 miles or whatever yeah so for me that's why that that was like that's the future hydrogen for me is still and funny enough no one talks about because everyone's electric i think the the politics around electric and the policies have been so it's been out there so Mm. much that it's all electric but i still think that hydrogen is still the future and like you know like you mentioned and if you read about it you know the only thing that comes out of the exhaust pipe is water mm-hmm. so it's clean it's 100 percent green yeah so so people then would obviously argue about you know to get the hydrogen into the fuel station but there's obviously the argument about electricity where is it coming from yeah coming from nuclear power is coming from yeah. coal power so you can say it's clean but what's producing the electricity, the electricity in, in the, the first vehicle, place you yeah. know you, so you can argue the same even about hydrogen power you know for them to get it down to that form where they can actually use it in a vehicle mm. it needs like you need electricity where is it coming from but in terms of practicality yeah that's the reason why i say that hydrogen still is the future for me i like that in terms of the renewable aspect of yeah. it there's nothing i mean more quote-unquote renewable or green than Grab that which we don't use when we breathe, Ooh, yeah. and basically make water, yep. which we could use <laughs> if we're if we're honest, right? And considering our water shortage issues with all of this El Nino yeah. things and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I don't actually know what Japan has going on as far as their energy production mm. and generation. Yeah, yeah. But as a quick segue, this past week. Dubai set a record for the lowest ever cost of solar energy. Wow. Okay. So we're talking about prices below coal is what's being reported. Apparently three cents per kilowatt hour on an order of 800 megawatts. Wow. So I don't know what Japan is doing, but in terms of electric being what is uh, a renewable source, mm. if solar is getting this cheap, and apparently in the last 16 months, the price of solar has dropped over 50%. True. Uh, things are looking good on that front. Of course, you still can't beat, you know what, we breathe. <laughs> you can use that exactly. to run your car. Or you can use that solar power to convert that hydrogen. I know it's a lot, but you can, you know they what I mean? All, they all seem to work yeah, together, don't exactly. they? So, they, it's doable. Um, but, I mean, just, just touching on uh, what you spoke about in terms of uh, solar going down. Yeah. I think what has driven, I could be wrong, but I think especially on the continent, mm. Because we had this abundant of abundance of power yeah. before we've gone through, especially on the continent where we've got major crisis, we had lots of rainfall. Mm. It's always been hydro. Mm. I think even the demand for solar now has gone up. Has gone so up. Now there's a big energy crisis wherever you go. Here, especially on the continent, yeah. the rainfall hasn't been that great, so there's a deficit because hydro it hasn't rained that much. We rely on water to drive the turbines, create electricity. Yes. But now with all this, now everyone's looking to solar. So. It wasn't known. People never used it. And it was almost like fancy if you go a few years before the solar. Like if you saw someone with like a windmill or a solar panel, it was like, oh. That was like, oh. They must have money. It was not a a justification for um, their saving money. It was always them basically looking at it and saying, they must have cash. Like somehow wanting to save money was looked at as you being affluent. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a what status is symbol or something. Exactly. What is it? Like, they've no. got a windmill. All of, <laughs> now, all of a sudden, Park, right? I need a solar panel. This makes panel. sense. Exactly. So, you know, I think even the demand for for solar, especially here on the continent and mm. elsewhere, has also driven the price down because technology has all of a sudden caught up now. Yeah. So, and people are now buying it. Now, it's no longer, I need it just to 
Do you know what I think? So I think that is also the reason why there's been that drop in price. It's also awareness. Yes, of course, 100%. A long time ago, right? If not even a long time ago, what am I saying? Go back three years. Three years, yeah. Three years. The only solo product I had ever owned? Calculator. It's true. (laughs) true. (laughs) This is the only solo product I actually ever owned? Calculator. Wait, 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 wait. Did I have a watch? I those might were have had a watch. I remember those. There was the Casio that used yes, to yes. have these square, the digital yes. watches, like a little solar panel. Uh-huh. I might yes, have had a that's, watch. That's years ago. I might have had a watch. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Were like, oh, yeah. But I mean, after you put it on, like after a week or so, it's just a watch now. Yeah. Like, but exactly what you're talking about. The only mm. solar was calculators. Yes. Exactly right. This is the own like all of the exposure that. Consumers at large in yeah. general, especially like yeah. here in Zambia, on a lot of you know the southern African continent, really, this is all the exposure yeah. that we had to solar 100%. anything. The minute we started having power problems, though, <laughs> all of now all of a sudden, you know, everybody's got some little light uh, yeah. system in their home and etc. Trying and to find out charging. about let me get a panel, yes. what 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 what. This is a new thing. In fact, you would have a lot of people in suburbia. In, in cities and mm, towns yeah. who are less accustomed to having solar to provide energy than people in yeah. rural areas sure. because there's been some outreach mm. or some uh, foreign government NGO has, has, yeah, some NGO that has, out there. Yes, they've gone out there and said, hey, we can give you some power so you, yeah. can, power, you can use a radio, yeah. you can have some yeah. light at night. There are people in the rural areas out here who've had more experience with solar than I know. True, hundred percent. Because they're like they're in there no day. Need for us. Yeah. Hey. As far as I'm concerned, we're on the grid. I get, I get my power from. This power's never gonna go. No, you know, it's just you know, yeah, damn it, you know, the, th- the thing's expired, <laughs> and my units are done, so I need to go yeah, pay go for it. Exactly. You know, th- that's load there was shedding. no reason. As soon as load shedding hey. came in, changed the game. Now, blackouts. now all of a sudden, I'm paying attention when I hear that uh, <laughs> Elon Musk is about to announce something re- regarding power <laughs> storage. Power. And I'm thinking, yeah. yes, this makes sense. And I care now because of the fact that we're having power Oh, uh, Yeah, true. Before, I would have been like, oh, okay. Battery. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Inverter? What's an inverter? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Nowadays, you can just talk to anybody. Meet somebody in the street today. They talk about, about, hey, inverter. Yeah. People know what you're talking about. Incredible, because man. today you have a situation where people don't know Zambia is experiencing a pretty big deal as far as load shedding is concerned because True. we have an energy shortage. All right, and it's not uncommon to be driving down a street or actually be going through a neighborhood at night even, and it's completely dark. Yeah, because you know there's that's the load load shedding schedule, yeah. which can be you know eight hours long. Today, I didn't have power for nine hours. Um, it, it kind of cheeses you off when you've got no power and the guy next door <laughs> has some battery set up or something. And that, that's like the worst one. You know, you know with, the, with the generator, right? You can hear it. You can, you can hear it and you, you're thinking in the back of your head, yeah, but you're spending fuel. Exactly. You're spending money on diesel. <laughs> Right, you can. But you can get where there's like no sound, and all of a sudden it's, it's quiet, like, and, and there's lights. And you're like, "Damn you and your batteries!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love it. But yeah, oh, man. <laughs> solar. So yeah, no, definitely, and, and it's a good thing. Like prices going down, then yeah, you know, eventually, even even if when we solve our power things, most of the major things will be taken off the grid. People would have adjusted, gotten 
I so cannot wait solutions. for this. Uh, the minute that, because I, for one, I'm so concerned about our GDP this year. Because yeah, productivity issues. Yeah, man, people hectic. people are suffering in the workplace. You have businesses having to spend so much money now on actually trying to make make sure that their employees mm. can work. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a whole bunch of time, especially in the adjustment period to not having electricity for long periods of time. Bakeries were suffering from this; they couldn't produce. Obviously, I mean, talking about power, wasn't it just Malawi? Where was this report? And I might get this wrong. Someone has to correct me. Who's listening to this? Yeah. Where because of of this power deficit, even certain workers can't work certain times. They'll be like, go go home. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. If for instance, if you consider a place that has some security issues or requirements and such, they need to be able to monitor yeah. employee activity. You can't keep them what you- on the premises. You can't. If you're trying to secure goods or, yeah, argument's sake, I don't know how some of these companies operate. But if, let's say, you are a big distributor of goods, right, and you need to monitor all of your current, uh, it's not stock, right, but all of the, the products that you currently have that you're about to move, Okay. if all of that is, let's say, secured through electronic means, so if you've got cameras operational, you've got... Uh, I don't know, things tagged so that if something leaves the building, yeah, you know, yeah. there's an alarm or something. If you've got systems like this, uh, for electronic checking in or Shoot. electronic systems for yeah. securing whatever, you know, card entry, all of, you know, um, what do you call this? Biometric entry yes. to uh, sections and etc. If you don't have a backup power system for this, but you can lock everything up and it's secure, of course, you're going to send your employees home. Yeah, because productivity you, you, is a problem. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. it's just not going to be us in terms of GDP. It's going to be interesting to see the numbers. Definitely, it'll be it'll be yeah, beautiful. Definitely, <laughs> that's that's the truth. So anyway, back to it. big up uh, Japan. Uh, yeah, man. Definitely, I mean pushing electricity and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean for me, I'm a, hydro- I'm a hydrogen guy. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, at least we're you know uh, ahead of the Hindenburg type of situations True. now. So yeah, yeah, the technology is on point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of technology. Um, I read something today, caught up on an update to the current terrible situation going on in Zim. Zim is actually suffering from the fact that they do not have a lot of cash within the country. Yes. Zim, if you are unaware, uh, for those who actually don't know what Zim is, Zimbabwe. Um, I know, right? We're talking like, <laughs> I was like, what? I, I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I saw we have people listening to us in Macedonia. Yeah, true, eh? So, if you're in Macedonia, uh, hi, first of all. Thank you. Also, if we refer to our country, we're talking about Zambia. Zambia, yeah. Uh, so, especially if you just caught the podcast now, yeah. We're, yeah. Talking, we're talking like we're talking to people like we've been there. You guys already first. know. <laughs> if you've been listening since episode one, you know, we're, we're glad. And, yeah. You know, we're sorry we keep mentioning the fact that we're from Zambia. We're proud and patriotic. Allow us. Um, so, Zim has a problem with cash flow. Mm. Zim doesn't use the Zimbabwean dollar anymore. They use a whole bunch of other currencies, the South African Rand, the United States dollar, um, the Chinese Yuan. Yeah. And that's what they use to trade and bank and the rest of it. They don't happen to have a lot of U.S. floating around. No, liquidity issues, actually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are obviously scared. Or, you know, they're concerned about putting their money in the bank because yes. the government might be using it mm. to, you know, uh, take care of debt and all sorts, you know, deal with government operations, blah, blah, blah. So people are holding on to their money. Or some are taking it off. Exactly, well, yeah. exactly. And that's left, well, a situation where there is nothing floating around in hand on the ground. Yeah. 
Zimbabwe is uh, being forced to take the measure of issuing out bond notes. Um, this is not the first time that Zim's had a cash flow problem. No, I mean, when I was there for a couple of weeks, I actually saw the bond coin. Oh, the coin, yes, yes. Yeah, the that, bond, the that's bond also a thing, out. yeah. So I wasn't too, I mean, if it was the first time I heard of it, I'd be like, what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, 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 the bond cash is now there, obviously, just to make sure mm. there's, there's some money. You, do you know what? I figure, to be a Zimbabwean, you must be really financially literate by now. Oh, 100%. Like, from the time when I was at school there, the number of different changes and etc. Oh, yeah. Inflation hit hard. They're, yeah, so for know, those who are wondering why the, the, the Zim dollar, the official Zim dollar was taken was because of hyperinflation. Yes, hyperinflation, yeah. yeah, which happened twice. So the first time, things went crazy, similar to what happened here with the Zem and Kwacha. Yeah. All right. Uh, just to an absurd scale. There was a point when, you know, there were... Uh, 100,000 notes and beyond. Like, we got to a million note. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I remember my school... I still have... My school I, still have a, I kept a airtime. It was five Oh, million. yeah? <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> I remember my secondary school fees going from, I don't know, some like 10,000 Zim dollars per term. I was at a boarding school, yeah. so obviously more expensive than a day school. Um, I have no idea what that value is in, like... U.S. today or whatever. I don't know how to do these inflation oh, calculations and been, what was. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it was like some, I don't know, around 10,000 Zim dollars or something. When I, when I got to my high school, like first term, it was around 10,000, something like that. By the time I was leaving, the next, like, you know, you, you get the end of term yeah. letter. So this is my last year, my last term there. I'm getting the end of term letter for, you know, which is, it's got all the information. Yeah, how next much year's fees are going to be this. Yeah. By the time I was leaving, that 10,000 had turned into some 100,000 per term. I'm looking at that, I'm like, what? This is just six years. Crazy. So that was the first mm. inflation situation, which exploded to the point where they had to start printing what they called bearer checks. Bearer checks they couldn't yes. afford to actually print regular notes, yep. right? And these things were insane. They were going up to 50 million. It was mad. They rebased the currency. Yep. Inflation happened again. Up to the point where people just stopped trading in Zim dollar, and now you can go there with... Part the system, basically. Mm, and now it's, okay, we can use South African rands. Rands. You can use Pula there. Um, you can use US dollar. And, oh my gosh, you can now use the Chinese yuan, yeah. which caused a whole bunch of controversy and etc. But still, it's happening. Like, to the point where even... Like, street traders are versed in this. And some, yeah, yeah, they can accept you on. And everybody knows how to what the, do the exchange the rates and everything. Rates what's Guys are on point. Yeah, no, they are. I'm telling you. Like, I don't even know how companies over there... And this is the thing. You just sent me an article today about a fintech company based in Zim. Yeah. I'm amazed that these guys actually, despite the fact that they don't have their own currency, you know, they're still happening operate. at the moment, they're still doing this thing. Yeah. Like... This, this is inspiring to me. So, anyway, this article today that I found was basically going over how the, the use case for the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. Yes, of course. And the fact that a country where they don't use their own currency anymore could benefit from the use, usage of, uh, of this kind yeah. of cryptocurrency. So, actually, this is because we, we talked about this before we started recording. This has shown me that we really need to talk about this in depth. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, 
as, as an aside to this, I'm not really. Too, I mean, it's always it's been there. It's been in my face. Been on the news. Bitcoin, eh, Bitcoin, yeah. obviously. But I, I, to be honest, I'm not even going to lie. I don't really have much of an understanding of this <laughs> cryptocurrency. But yeah, I think it's something because obviously we need to touch on it mm. uh, and see what this opportunity is. And obviously, there's been lots of talk. I mean, we were sharing another story that came out earlier on this week about the Bitcoin creator reveals himself again. <laughs> uh, quote unquote, again. Again. Um, <laughs> so, but you've obviously read this. How does this cryptocurrency come into, obviously, come into play with, with Zim? Mm. Uh, okay, so the thing about it is. The fact that they don't use their own currency yeah. anymore uh, opens them up to being able to use, to trade using foreign currencies. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now there are, of course, you know, all of the political things attached to using a foreign currency. Of course. For instance, all of the the furor that went up when they allowed the Chinese yuan to be in circulation and yeah. actually used and be bankable and etc. So the politics of all of that, you know, and the uh, relationship issues and the treaty issues that come along with that from a policy level, from a government level, mm. obviously carry baggage. True. Cryptocurrencies don't carry any baggage. There is no, oh, well, we no have issue. to be friends with this country, we have to have relationships with them. More money set. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't we, have that. We don't have to, so oh, Credit yes. is not really the problem. No. So you, you don't have a situation of, oh, yeah, come and establish a bank here. Yes, yes, we're going to mm. give you fav- favorable rates and whatever and all sorts. None of that needs to come into play. Right. A country can basically keep its own autonomy regarding its financial decisions, oh, right, etc. Because okay. at the moment, I can imagine for Zimbabwe, it must be very complicated for them to actually decide policies with certain countries that they currently oh, use their currency to trade. If you're, if you're using the, the Botswana and Pula to trade and all yeah, sorts, of course, yeah. you have to be considering Botswana whenever you're making decisions, trade yeah. decisions, etc. Because if they decide, you know what, yeah, we're going to... Be a bit more strict on our import and export. With all of you. a sudden, yep, another yeah, issue. You're now suffering based on what they're deciding to True, do. Yep. You know, and all these, and your own people. Like, first of all, where's the pride in the fact that you don't have your own currency? Ish. Yeah. I, I mean, oh man, oh man. <laughs> think about the, the, think about this. Where. America just to announced that they're going to be putting... Oh, my gosh. What is her name? This is bad. Um, ha, I remember the name. This is, when, this is one of those no. days. <laughs> one of those days. I'm going to say this right now. Where I get very excited um, that TJ has forgotten something very important. Oh. My, my little happy dance. Do you, want me, do you want me to mention this? Yeah, please help. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. Yes, they're putting Harriet Tubman on the $20, $20 yes. note, right? So there is a great sense of pride in mm, having... Yeah, this note that has this piece of your history absolutely yeah. attached to it, right? I can't imagine what it's like to not have currency in your country which is attached to your history, your heritage. Mm. How does how does this work? You have kids growing up right now in Zim, who mm, I don't know what ha- what the future has for Zimbabwe, but who maybe will not remember their own notes. It's going to be a while before it gets fixed, but. In terms of how would they be then trading back to these guys in the in the crypto because it's not money that you actually physically physically hold, hold. and etc. Okay, so the interesting 
part of this, yep. right, is essentially Bitcoin is like an asset. Okay. Okay. Because it isn't in some form of tender. Mm. It is a commodity. All right. All right. Because you can, with any currency, buy some Bitcoin. It's like buying... And this is without going into what, it, how it works and etc. Yeah. But in terms of just a very basic understanding of it, it's like a company runs and has shares and anybody can buy shares in this company and everybody can give and exchange these shares in this oh. company because it's a commodity, right? Okay. Kind All right. Of. It's like, you know what, there's air. I, I, I can buy some air and, you know, you want some air? Okay, here's some air. Oh, you've got, you've got a computer? Okay, I'll oh, give you some air right. for it. You know, so it's just like, because ah. this is how money functions. Yeah. You know, all right, you've got that chair. All right, you, how much money do you want for it? I'll give you the money for it. You give me the chair. chair. Yeah. So the Bitcoin is essentially just this commodity. Right. And you're going to trade using this, this commodity. commodity. Oh, right. Right. So using it creates a situation where the country just has to gain certain amount of commodity. Yeah. And then people start trading using oh, right. said commodity. Oh, okay. As... We will fix this explanation of Bitcoin in a future episode. <laughs> True. <laughs> we'll go in-depth on it. But we'll talk about fintech yeah. one of these days, definitely. Oh, fintech right, cool. is so exciting, man. I, I really, I really want to get into this. It'll be uh, interesting to see where it goes, man. There's a lot of meat on these bones. Yeah. We can, we can discuss all of that. So, yeah. Uh, after having covered that uh, little bit of uh, tech news and etc., we're going to get to now our main topic. Mm. Which happens to be governance, uh, well, tech in governance. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know where, where I want to start with this because I'm so <laughs> I'm so dissatisfied at the moment. I'll be honest, man. Oh. <laughs> so what happens when you didn't realize that there was so much tech could do for governance. I had an idea. Yeah. I thought I did. I thought I knew all the oh. things that could affect tech and could actually make things better for us, especially in, you know, less developed countries. Yeah. Simple things. You look at, you know, the, the models in the U.S., for instance, where, you know, they have their entire traffic system connected to some computers. Mm. They can adjust, you know, the timings of lights for mm. traffic flow. That are yeah. amazing, and I'm looking at them thinking, Wow, guys in Lusaka suffer in the morning whenever they're traveling Traffic. to work. Yeah, there are some obvious routes that are more traveled than others, but you have the timing of the lights stay the same, yep. doesn't matter what time of day it is, etc. There's there are sections in South Africa where at night, particularly, particularly yeah, in central just... Joburg, there are the, the lights mm. mean nothing, Every, yeah. everything is uh flashing, flashing. orange, yeah, all right, it's just. You know, be safe. Yeah. Make your decision, but be safe. It's the middle of the night. Why do you need to stop at a red light when there's no traffic? True. This exposes you to potential of being hijacked, mm. etc. Just drive through if, you know, it's yeah. safe to do so, right? We don't have that here. <laughs> I can nicely arrive at a light here in Dola. Red, 2 o'clock in the morning. It will wait the full cycle to turn <laughs> green again for me. Why? Simple thing that tech could solve, right? Yep. This is like one of the basic examples that I looked at and thought, tech can fix something like this. Okay? And yeah, it's not really governance per se, but you know, it's at a oh, policy See, level. And yeah. what, it, it's part of it. It's one of those things that, yeah. <sighs> there is this co country 
in Europe, which never used to be part of Europe. It was part of the Eastern Bloc. Yeah. Um, Estonia. Estonia is amazing. I want to be an Estonian. <laughs> if they had more sunshine. It's on record. <laughs> if they had more it's sunshine. <laughs> yeah, no, if they definitely had more sunshine. If they weren't more north than Poland, hey. <laughs> I would want to be an Estonian. <laughs> okay. We'll be signing up real quick. Wait, 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 wait. But, 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 but there's more. You can become an Estonian. Yes, you who is listening. You can become an Estonian. <laughs> now, okay, <laughs> let's just clarify this. Um, Estonia has this program that yeah. they call e-residency. Basically, there is a process in place that allows you to become an e-resident, mm. uh, vir- virtual resident, because you, you, don't actually, you don't actually gain Estonian rights or yeah. Estonian citizenship or uh, you, you don't become, uh, well, what's this? Tax doesn't necessarily apply to yeah. you. Um, but you can open a business there and you can gain access to some of their facilities like signing documents online and mm. all sorts, you know. Uh, you can open a bank there. Uh, the process is still being worked on for that, but you can become a, an Estonian e-resident. Oh, right. It, it, yeah, it's cool, you know. Um, yes, <laughs> this is something that you can do. And Estonia now, ever since becoming a democracy, has developed a slew of services that are technology-based. And mind you, this is a country that has just over a million people. Oh, okay. so relatively small. It's a small country. Yeah. It's a really small country. I mean, we, we complain about being small here. Yeah, they are tiny. <laughs> they are tiny. But they've got a lot of forward-thinking people in tech mm. over there. And they've taken the idea of modernization to another level. Ever since they gained, well, they became democratic, they've added transparency to every facet of their governance, essentially. There are online systems that manage their land. There are online systems that, that the police use. There are online systems that they use for monitoring law and, and policies that are going to become law. Okay, they have policies that uh, it, that help essentially any anybody do stuff. So, tax you can file a tax return in five minutes. You can open a business all online in eighteen minutes. Jeez! You can vote online. That was the one that from wherever you are. You don't have to be in Estonia. No, you can be Poland. any country in the world and vote in an election. Incredible. Even better than voting in an election, you can vote multiple times in an election. Yeah, that one. Was wait, wait, wait. Let's clear that up before anybody gets know, a, like a shady <laughs> idea. Um, you can change your mind about. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You can vote multiple times in an election. Yep. Each time you vote, your new vote cancels your old vote. So you can change your mind as so many times as you want. During the day, like exactly. Yeah. So I remember you, that time. If you see, I can vote for someone. You can, you can imagine, right? <laughs> if you are from country U, <clears throat> and uh, you see, you see that you voted for uh, candidate M, 
and candidate M, you know, you, you voted in the morning, yeah. and candidate M decides that, you know, you don't need uh, social services, you know, during, oh, you during saw, the, the process you of the day. just saw something in his manifesto that you would happen. <laughs> yeah, you realized, wait, I'm not really cool with candidate M, and you decide to change your vote. You can do that. That's incredible. You basically just vote again and say, no, 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 no. This morning, yes, I thought that candidate M was good for country U, but now I feel that candidate M is not good for country U, so I'm voting for candidate whoever <laughs> instead of candidate M. So, yeah. Like, they've just got it. They've got it, on, they've got it on lock. And obviously people listen to it going, what happens when you go to scale? But it's just, the principle is just there, isn't it? It's just... It is. I mean, okay, the... Their security on all of these things yeah. is intense. All right. Yeah, because um, I mean, I was I was seeing that they've gone to uh, <laughs> they upgraded twenty forty eight bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, first of all, this is a country that actually has uh, a lot of tech savvy. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah. even like we we're busy stressing about the fact that we don't have. APIs here in, in Zambia for well, <laughs> practically anything. Uh, we're struggling to get API access to even just mobile operators yeah. and their services, right? They have an API for their e-residency program. What? I was looking at this today, Jay. <laughs> I'm looking at the you know the requirements to apply, yeah. etc., etc., and I saw a link for developers. I'm like, wait. This isn't a tech site. What's going on here? It's, it's not like I'm looking at, you know, some Twitter or Facebook. Or something. No, 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 no. Like, for developers, I go there, and they're like, okay, you just need, you know, um, an SSL certificate and blah, blah, blah. The API is here. You can see the documentation to use the, the e-residency. What is this? The e-ID, you know, the yes. ID that they issue the for Estonian e-residency. ID, yes, yeah. You can use their API to add that uh, recognition or login system to your product, oh my God. your website or whatever it is, to make use of it. I'm looking at this like what? I know. Talking about talking about this, the the EID. Yeah. And this is from a few months ago, and I'm hoping someone. I think Nigeria. There was talk about this. Okay. Trying so to trying to get some sort of electronic. We did actually. Ad, we did actually talk, talk about, about this. that, isn't it? We talked about this. I think it's, it's last, last year. Last year, definitely. Yeah. It would have been on radio, obviously. Mm, mm. Um, they introduced a new uh, identity document. Yes. The new identity document, the idea of it was to empower everybody, also help with the fact that people are unbanked. The ID document was actually MasterCard branded. It was it doubled oh. as a credit card or right. debit card or, well, prepaid credit card. Something. Yeah. Something along. I assume it was prepaid credit card. That's what makes sense. But yes, identity document attached to a credit card. card. This is what they introduced. I don't. I've never followed this up to find out how well it's taken off and how many people have one. But then again, Nigeria is the country where they've got an abundance of payment services for providers, facilitators. They've got payment uh, gateways Gateways, and such, you know, just proliferating the landscape. They've got. Uh, companies providing SMS APIs so people can communicate, you know, their tech products can communicate through oh, right. this they, API and yeah. actually send SMSs to customers. They've got a lot of stuff going on over there. They're the country that has, oh, what is this thing called? Piggy bank? Something it along was, those lines. Nigerian hmm. company. They have what's called, a, what they refer to as a piggy bank service. You can basically connect it 
yes. connect to it. A certain, yeah, we spoke about this as well. A set amount of money from your bank account every month, every just, week, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever interval you set it, you up, set, yeah. you set it yeah. at. And it will save that money for you. And you can withdraw from that savings account, quote-unquote, every quarter. Yeah. It's like... Uh, well, like what we'd call DDAC here for those in Zambia will be listening. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But it's, yeah. it's a sort of smart version of... Um, well, what do you call it? You know, um, fixed deposit, sort yeah. of. Sort of. Sort of. It's like, ah, man. In most countries, you would have a situation where you're investing in stocks and securities yeah. and you're buying stock every, every month out of your salary in a certain mm-hmm. amount. Instead of that, they're basically taking your money, putting it into a savings account, adding some interest and you can withdraw from it whenever you, whenever feel, you like. feel like it. It's, yeah, it, it's a different way of saving your money, etc. Yeah. All of that just with, with tech. Yeah, true. It's, it's really smart. It, yeah, so I don't know that Nigeria really has a problem as far as even if this identity do- document didn't yeah. really take off or how well it's doing so far. I'll, we should check into that. Mm. But this is a country that's actually, well, pretty advanced on the continent. Uh, I don't know much about their governance, but at least on that front, things are good. Things are good but yeah. yes, as far as a governance issue, they, do, they are ahead as far as the identity document. Mm. Having launched it as part of... That's part of the battle. Yeah, true. Whether it worked or not, that's another thing. But that's part of the battle. And that's a really cool thing that they've done something that Estonia is actually, really. you know, uh, vaunting. And this is a major thing as far as their country and what they're doing is concerned, right? Yeah, true. So there's all of that. Now, before we even go into what all of their e-services cover as a government, because there are a lot. Incredible. I was just showing Jay just now, and man, there is so much stuff here. So before we even go into that, I want to talk about something that I shared with Jay, and this is Quorum. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. And in the U.S., there's a startup. I talked about this in the, I mentioned it in the last podcast episode. So for the first time, we're actually going to do some (laughs) follow-up. Okay, because I know there are a number of times when I said, we're going to look into this, and I don't think we have. So we are actually doing some follow-up for the first time. Okay, Uh, I mentioned a startup that I thought um, was dealing with something in governance. Mm. It was to do with, you know, policymaking and the rest of it. I did go back and check. I found it. It's called Quorum. If you want to check it out, quorum.us. And basically, they provide some transparency for the policymaking process mm. in the U.S. Yep. You can track the creation of a bill. You can track uh, who put it into play, uh, who's against it, who's for it, well, you know, what all the debate is going on about it, uh, and also any changes made to a particular bill and, wow. and such. Which of which of your you know representatives are actually participating regarding this bill? What they had to say about yep. it? There's a lot that this thing does. It empowers you as a citizen, really, in understanding what your public servants are doing on your behalf. True policies, what policies are coming up, etc. Like you mentioned, what's being changed? Yeah, because sometimes that lack of information we. Most citizens just don't, like, how, who knows what's being debated? I think that's the reason why a lot of Zambia is apathetic. 
because we don't even know we don't know what's going on what's the, going there's on. this huge veil there's this huge set of curtains it's like those you know in the bible there's there's a period of time when only the priests were allowed to go in into the back and yes. see, you know, the tabernacle and the altar yeah. and etc. Everybody else was plebs, and you're like, no, you cannot come here. Can't no, see. you may not. You are unclean. Yeah. You do not need to know what happens here. This is how I feel the situation is in politics in Africa. There is a lot. So once they go into those those buildings, Palmer, we don't see, we don't, we don't get we don't on. get what's 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 and going on. And if you ask, you're belittled and told, oh, what do you know about this? Yeah. The big people are talking. Etc. Etc. We get treated like we're children, yeah. essentially, a lot of the time. It feels like a lot of uh, leaders, people who affect policy and etc., don't have that connection to the fact that they're in position because of the people, to serve yeah. the people, right? And I think this is because of a lack of transparency. I don't know that it's all the fault of the individual who gets into the position. I think... Yeah, I guess or is it just the structures that the, the structures I, I suppose like you said the, 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 the technology caught up because back then it was usually you only had radio you can't everyone can't yes. talk about things on radio and TV but now there is the technology mm-hmm. everyone's got access to a smartphone mm-hmm. so most of these things there is no excuse like now whatever you're discussing they shouldn't get out to the majority of why people. not like mm. there is no reason for it for it not to happen even using older technology right if you walk walk around the UK, I'm pretty sure everybody knows, even if they don't care, I'm pretty sure everybody knows how to catch those debates that happen in their House of Commons, right? Everybody knows how to see those. They're always showing the stuff on the news. There's mm. always some lively debate happening. Yeah. This, is, this is like common stuff. True. Like, you walk around here in Zambia and find out from people, do you know how to catch up with what's going on in the House of Parliament? Yeah, I mean, most people probably wouldn't even know that there is Parliament Radio. Exactly. True. So, this is a problem because, well, one, a lot of people aren't using radio for that right now. Mm. There is no awareness given to people that, hey, you can can tune in and find out what's going on, listen, uh, listen to your your representative, your Mm. member of Parliament, whoever it is, your MP. Um... We don't have that. We don't have a situation where that's what's making the news all the time. Yeah. You can tune into Sky, BBC, even CNN sometimes, CNN. and you will see House of Commons stuff. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You will see um, the pri- the English uh, British Prime Minister being put to task mm. and being, you know, openly yeah. questioned by the opposition. This is what actually drives good governance, True. strength in policies, because when your politicians can defend X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Better situation for everybody. True. Now, obviously, this can't happen without transparency. Mm. So the fact that they have that stuff constantly on a television station, there's a constant feed to this, even online, you can get it online. The fact that they have that means that anybody can be watching at any one time. True. And essentially, the democracy can be policed by the public because mm. that's what the, a democracy is supposed to yeah. be. It's supposed to be something that the public can... Yes, we want this. Yes, we agree with this. And no, we don't agree. No, yeah, we exactly. don't want yeah. that, yeah. right? But you can't do this without the tools to actually mm. make this happen. I love Quorum and what they're doing in the U.S. because you'd expect that, well, it's the U.S. The, Things must be fine. Yeah. But Quorum is changing the game. They have the ability for you to keep track of, okay, this bill was introduced. People are voting on this bill. Yeah. Who voted against this bill? Who uh, abstained, wow. who argued for it, 
when did changes get made to it? Because think about this. We're watching the American election right now. Yeah. We have all of these questions, especially in the early debates. Oh, this person voted for this bill. bill yeah. Oh, that person did this, did yes. that. There's a, in the, even now, it's all just the impression made by the accusation during the debate. Yes. I don't know that that many people go back and check. I don't know what, what the procedure is right now for you to go back and check what somebody what? did. It has to be the journalists, the guys who are, you know, the political guys who are stationed now in Washington who go back and, up and, okay, who yeah, voted on what yeah. and etc. And, you know, this is a whole lot of go to the National Library and go on. check the records, <laughs> you know, and a whole lot of work. Meanwhile, today, somebody spits out some fact. No, in Benghazi, this happened. Okay, Google, Benghazi, yes, Hillary it, Clinton. <laughs> and you will get some results, yeah. right? Like, this is not a big deal. It should be, oh, this person didn't vote on that bill. Really? Ted Cruz, um, <laughs> wage bill. <laughs> you know, and go and actually check in this quorum app. Yeah. And you would, aside from just a Google search, which, which would give you a whole bunch of news, news reports yes, and such, yeah. you would actually be able to find the bill how many times it was changed, what the original wow. uh, content was, who voted on it, who abstained, who uh, argued against it. You can see all this information. Suddenly, if you were, I don't know, in what state did it, whatever state it was, when whichever senator or whatever came and said, I am going to do this for you. I'm going to bring you more jobs and whatever, whatever. You can immediately see, okay, he said... He would be going for this, 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 this. Okay, so the original bill. All right, yeah, yeah, that covers everything he promised. Okay, 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 okay. Wait a minute, the bill got changed, and he's fine with it, and it doesn't offer everything it originally, oh my. You can see all of this information. True. So your voter can nicely say, wait a minute, no, 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 this does not represent me. I am a woman, he promised more women's choice or whatever it is, and no, 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 this isn't fine. I can now be more informed and not vote for this person. So that's epic. I mean, it's also interesting that even, like you said, for a country like the U.S., mm. should be technically up there, that this is only showing up now. Now, exactly. <laughs> Think about how no. much this would change African politics. You, hey, Africa, hey, hey. Sub-Saharan yeah. Africa, as a whole, suffers from a lot of the, um, uh, what should we call this? Uh, right here, right now, bag of mini-meal politics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a lot of this. Um, I sort of just remember Trevor Noah. I don't know which one it was about these, when something's going well and then when, when something in, in your own country starts interfering, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> when the scorpions, it was cracking the joke about the scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> when they started, I don't know what they investigate, and his, his joke was turn off. Turn it off. off, <laughs> off. So the quorum, I, uh, I just. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, going forward, you know, absolutely right. I think it's, it does help. And the more people have access to information, and it's actually worse here. I mean, you can talk about things like the, the U.S., they've got C-SPAN. Oh, yeah. Can, you know, people. So they do have ways where people can access and get information. Most of things are public record things mm-hmm. in places like that. But here it definitely is needed <laughs> where people can actually, Imagine you know, a situation. Okay, so I haven't mentioned this, but... You can access Quorum from a desktop, laptop over the internet, and also from a mobile app. Oh, wow, nice. So, on this continent where everybody is mobile connected, Mm. this is the computing device of our people, our generation, whatever you want to call it. Right now, 
more people own cell phones than they do computers, laptops, wh- True, whatever it is, yeah. than TVs. Like, mm. you know, so I'm pretty sure people, more people own cell phones than they do radios, right? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay, so to have a situation where a politician comes to your neck of the woods and says, um, we're going to bring more development to your everything. To have at your fingertips politician name proposals or attempts yeah. to get something done for my neck of the woods results and be able to actually see one, two, zero <laughs> as a result. To be able to see, okay, this promise was kept or not, mm, or whatever. Or what way is it How act- started? Or- yes, exactly. Is it dead in the water? Yeah. Is there anything being done about it? This will completely change governments as a whole across the the board mm. Af- in in sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. No, definitely. Completely. Well, see, maybe with time, you know, these things as well take time. I mean, if it's only coming up in the U.S. now. Yeah, we, we got some catching up to do there. I feel like so. these are the priorities that we have have to have though as a developing like we need definitely I mean we our, our, our need for access to information and especially in governance is true 100% is, is definitely but if, you, if you think more. about it right I do not know how much we lose to things like corruption and you know backdoor dealings and the rest of it but if we look at for instance the uh, storm that happened in Zim regarding some diamonds Oh, yes. And some reported, what was it, like 12 billion or 8 a couple billion? Of billion. <laughs> okay. Dollars. dollars worth in gemstones yeah. and minerals that are unaccounted for in Zimbabwe. With transparency, with the fact that the general public can see what is happening from a, you know, a policy level from a uh, reporting level because for instance here in Zambia we get Auditor General's reports two, mm. three years after the fact. Yeah. In a completely uh, digitized and technology up to date situation, you get the you can see these things real time. Mm. There is no there is yeah. no room for Wait a minute, we don't know where 8 billion US dollars disappeared. It's, like too, it's, it's too late, it's like gone, it's like of course. Three, four years down the line. This is the kind of stuff that we have to be doing now proactively to say, wait, 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 wait. We can't have so many things unaccounted for and so much being opaque mm. and unknown. There are all these black boxes all over the place. Like, oh man. Yeah, oh. no, we've got work to do, definitely. But uh, yeah, you know, hopefully with time. With time? Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. All right. Definitely. So, um, back to Estonia. <laughs> I am so jealous, Jay. Yeah. I am so jealous. So, these, these guys, first of all, in terms of things like business, okay, Estonia has, I would figure, the most amazing setup rega- regarding business, okay? You can do everything online. That's the, that's the first thing. Okay. Like I know we're supposed to be getting to that level here in Zambia. Unfortunately, the system doesn't seem to be able to even re- send me an email for me to actually finish my registration. Mm-hmm. But oh well. Yeah. Estonia has has this so uh, up to up to scratch and up to snuff 
that you can ap- apparently complete a new business, business registration within 18 minutes, okay? And their system allows you to register a new company, change any data regarding your business, file your reports, your annual reports, mm. it, figure, figure out everything regarding your, your company, check up on other companies that maybe you're about to enter into B2B dealings oh, yeah, with, yeah. all online. If I was an e-citizen of Estonia, which I, I'll be frank, I am looking into it. I want to find out. But if I was an e-citizen of Estonia, I could set up a business over there, uh, do all of my filings online, do my tax returns, you know, change up who's on my board, all of it without leaving a computer, apparently. Oh, man, that's incredible. So, yeah, they've, they've got some amazing things going on over there. And I mean, if we're honest, okay, the fact that you can pay for services online, because obviously there are, you know, application and yeah. et cetera fees, there's no reason why you actually need to be physically at a place to do any of this. It's all quote-unquote paperwork, which can be digitized. Yeah. Payments can be digitized. Identity documents, these yeah. can be digitized. You right. just you don't get up, do you? You just <laughs> right now you can you can get a visa and it's in a system somewhere. You show up with your passport, yeah, and it you have your visa. You don't have to have it physically in your passport. Yeah, true. It can be issued to you on arrival in a country. Yeah. Why is it that we have problems doing things like what Estonia is doing? It's it's amazing. It's definitely a, um, you know going forward. It's definitely a, a model that I know we sort of. Time is of the essence that even places like the states are learning from that. A lot of countries can learn from, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So the myriad of services that Estonia actually provides are just insane. Okay. Things I've complained about before. Things like health records mm. and prescriptions. Did you? Know, you can get prescriptions handled completely digitally. An e-prescription. Yes. Okay. So you can go to any chemist. They can just look up your file and say, yes, you do have a prescription for this. You know, in these situations where you go somewhere and, oh, we need your prescription. Yeah. And, you know, it's some piece of paper. You don't know where it is. You need so to you go see go a doctor the again. doctor's already done something. It's in a system that Incredible. any pharmacy can access or any, what? They're all pharmacies, right? There's, no, yes. there's nothing else that, <laughs> all right, yeah. Any pharmacy can access and say, hey, yes, here's your stuff. You can use it. No big deal. Incredible. Fill out your prescription, no problem. Okay, so everything government-related, we're talking about law, we're talking about cabinet, every, all of this stuff Estonia has online mm. in, in a system that they can actually use. And I love this. They even make the police's job better and easier. Jeez. You're talking about... Okay, so we've seen this in movies, right? Yeah. Where cops pull over somebody... And, you know, they just check a little system and say, hey, uh, uh, check, this, check this number plate. And they get back some information, okay, who owns the car, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So Estonia has a system like this in place. Every uh, police vehicle that, that they have is connected to the system. They can query a vehicle registration. They can query uh, individual information. Oh, wait, so we need to talk about privacy matches in regard to this. They can query individual information because they actually have a database of everybody. They call it a population register. Okay. This population register functions, you know, 
as I guess a form of census. Mm. Also, it has all of the information about you, about you know where you live, etc. Like, you know your your social whatever's your ID. All that information is there. The cops can actually gain this information whenever you know whenever they need to. Yeah. For instance, right. That plus, you know, whether you are a uh, registered to own a firearm, whether you have insurance for your vehicle, if they stopped you in your vehicle, they're able to to actually pull all of this information up. It's awesome. Also, in their electronic health record system, they enable you to, for instance, track your health history as well as your children's health history. Mm. Which is amazing. The only thing I didn't see when I was reading this was when, for instance access to your children's health history uh, kind of, you know, has some limits. Ah, maybe at that age when they're no longer a minor. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that's the case because it didn't, it didn't specify. Probably. I mean, it didn't specify. Have, but yeah. Yeah, it, but it, it was interesting anyway. Now, so I want to ask you, Jay. Yeah. How, how would you actually, because I love this. From, and from a developer's point of view, this is awesome to me. You know, like, this is all the things you know. Digitize everything and make everything accessible, transparent. What? 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 Obviously, there are security facilities around yeah. all of these systems. Now, I'm just interested in it because I I did find myself in a little bit of a catch twenty two. How comfortable are you with you know government? the government knowing everything? Yeah, they know everything. So obviously, you know, they've got all your health records. Yeah. They've got. All of, you, all, of, all of your personal information in yeah. this registry, your address, uh, by extension of the medical thing, they know your entire family, who your kids are, blah, 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 all of, yeah. Um, how, how do we feel about this? I, you know what, to be honest, it, it always comes down to, I think the government already knows everything <laughs> they need to know, to be honest. I mean, they're not going to start spying on everyone. I think, for me personally... The thing about security is almost like everyone gets overexcited. It's like they're spying on like 200 million. I don't think they have time to spy on like 200 million. I actually saw something about this. Right, or oh, 30 million. They, they just need to listen in, and whenever they pick up something, mm. and they're not like listening and they're going, oh, wow, this is what this guy said. He's <laughs> cheating on his wife. Or I don't get this hype seriously. I think the, the time of piracy, uh, privacy sorry, is long gone. Yeah. Left a long time ago. Yeah. I think the world has changed or whatever. And especially this kind of system, how you know, especially in day to day life here, sometimes you just want to go somewhere, you just want everything then and then a piece of paper's been left or whatever. Yeah. The system for me makes perfect sense. Yeah. Especially judging from other things that we've had to go through in the past with our bits <laughs> and projects and things like that. So I know the hassle. Yeah. And it would be nice to have like it's on the system. And everything can get done quickly. Not oh, I forgot this. I need to come back tomorrow. Oh yeah, no, that that part really sucks. and things like that. So, I think people, some people, yes, it's a very sensitive topic. To be honest, things mm. like privacy. But I think people need to sort of understand that they need to get over it. I know that sounds bad, but <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I don't think the Estonian government really cares that your three-year-old, you know, has not had chicken pox or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But because it's on a system and they can track that child's history, it's easy for someone to rather than start going through an entire file. Can you imagine how easy it is to search through electronic stuff when someone's Versus like, going through paper? When they're like 40 now. 
how big is your file at that stage? I imagine. So someone can easily go through your file. It's at the doctor, so they have access. They're legally I'm supposed to have access. They can easily can you check imagine? and go, yeah, okay, at this age, you had this. What did they take, and et cetera. So the systems do help, so we can't run away from that fact. You just, you just hit the nail on the head of what I was about to say. The power that's available to a, a practicing doctor... Yeah to be able to look at every single prescription you've ever been given through your entire life. Yeah. Oh, this medicine. You've taken so much of this medicine over so many years. That's that must be amazing. So, you know, so, so people go, the Estonian government's not really, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter to them. But, you know, people are always going to be sensitive about, you know, about privacy and this sort of thing. But I'm gonna, it is definitely a good system. I'm going to use 100%. this to segue, right? Yeah. Because I, 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 I like... I like this this whole discussion so much. Okay, so your point on you doubt that you know there's that much listening going on and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I saw something last week, and I don't know. It could be misinformation. Yeah. Uh, you know, to do with our ne- our next topic here, but the NSA apparently there's a little whistleblower at the moment who said that the NSA is collecting so much information, it's basically rendering them useless. They can't yeah. process all of it. That's exactly it's what It's impossible for them to do right now. Now, I looked at that and I was like, hey, this would be really nice PR for the NSA. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at it and thinking, huh, this sounds a lot like another article I read recently <laughs> in terms of, you know, some... Uh, Engineering to get some kind of news out there. Yeah, that's positive for your cause. <laughs> kind of like somebody being, like, you know, what we've been getting too much heat. Can you turn that off oh, a little off, bit? Off, <laughs> just off, turn it off. Off. Turn it off. <laughs> off. <laughs> Tell you. So I sent you. Yeah. The, I sent you this thing. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's on Bloomberg. One. It made a lot of noise online. Uh, I don't know if you if you're more of the person who's online looking at. You know the latest release. You know the views and the lemonade and whatnot. You may maybe you missed this, <laughs> maybe probably. Um, yeah, but it was on Bloomberg, and basically a piece on how elections may be flawed. He's uh, he's trying to he's trying to sugarcoat it. It basically is how to hack an election. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, art, the articles about about a certain gentleman. By the name of Andre Sepulveda, yeah. is, is that how you say it? Yeah. Sepulveda. Yeah. You know, you know these Latinos. Yes. Of these very colorful ways of pronouncing yep. things, but this guy—he's like a MacGyver. You know, he—he's the real deal of these these fake characters you see on TV, or you know, sitting at this laptop typing a whole <laughs> bunch of nonsense. <laughs> For a moment, let me let me just, let me just say um, for everybody who's like me, who happens to be in IT or is a developer, um, some form of programmer, and you know what it's like to actually program, and you watch these your CSIs and all these movies, which have you know your uh, obligatory character, ta- you know, just banging away at a keyboard in some fake terminal, <laughs> issuing commands. Yes, I just hacked into the system. So now, okay. the interesting, like even when I saw the, the, the headline. Right now, so before people start going, uh-huh, they hack, no. <laughs> it's more like, the way I saw this article, obviously, Tijo, it's more like manipulation. Yeah, manipulation, yeah. Okay. 
Now, TJ, you can run you through how this act, this guy actually went about doing this. Now, not manipulation as in your actual vote. Let's get this straight, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, TJ, please explain before people start going, ah, my vote was taken. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. It's not like that. You know, it's not the whole, I have to assist her. But it's, it's pretty complex. Yeah. Okay, so it's a lot to do with, and we've spoken about this before. Yes. At its root, it's social engineering. Yeah. Okay, so for those who don't know, social engineering is uh, a form of quote-unquote hacking, but it's using people. Mm. It's what, I've issued warnings about this on radio before, Uh, it's about, you know, regular con artistry. Yeah. Okay, it's me coming to your house in a uniform and claiming that I'm from a utility company and I've come to fix your mm. your connection or do some maintenance or check there's a fault something in the area, blah, blah, blah. And you're not asking me for ID. Yeah. Because, you know, I've just been convincing and you are too busy to be bothered. Yes, yes, go, do, go check. Yeah. Look at whatever you need to. Or, as happens a lot in Zambia, me working for Bank B and calling you and saying, Hi, I'm from Bank B. So, uh, your account, this, 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 this. And you as an individual accepting, oh, you're from oh, Bank yeah. B. Yes, 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 yes. Do whatever on my account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I confirm your ID number? Yes, yes, yeah. it's this, this, this. Now, you see, you cannot verify that somebody is calling you from an right. institution yeah. or whatever service it is over the phone. It's not possible. Okay? Unfortunately, we have a lot of people who aren't aware of this. And sometimes they give out sensitive information yep. over the phone uh, you know, they don't coach, for instance, their kids. Mm. No, when somebody, you know, if you happen to still have a landline, uh, some of you, they don't coach their kids on, no, if somebody calls on the landline and you answer it, do not answer questions like, is mommy home? Yeah. You know, w- w- with somebody that you don't know or you can't recognize. You know, complete total stranger, is, mo- is mom home? Uh, yes, yes, no, no. This is obviously a security risk for your kids. This is how social engineering can be used mm. for those who wish to do something bad. Yeah. So if I wanted to rob somebody, I happen to find their phone number, I call. Child answers, are mommy and daddy home? No. Oh, okay, can I just leave them a message? Now, my goal was find out if the parents are home. home. Yes. This now is up to me. Do I go in and rob the place? It's just the kid at home. I've gotten the information I need. Yeah. There won't be an adult there. You know, my my access in there might be easy, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know, and that's part of social engineering, right? Now, what these guys did, because it was a team. He had a team. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't working alone. He had a team. They would be employed by interest groups, let's call them that, <laughs> <laughs> to influence decisions yeah. in elections. They would do this by making sure certain stories went out into the press, certain uh, views were more prevalent on social media, certain uh, candidates had certain stories just Mm. put out about them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is amazing reading. Um, If you... If you listen to the last podcast, you're already prepped and you know, because you, you might have seen in the show notes a link to this article. Yeah. All right. And you're aware now that how they were doing this, they had incredible budgets, first of all. Okay. And Sepulveda was engineering elections left, right, and center with great success. 
because they were able to affect the public opinion yeah. within a set territory just by influencing what news was out there, what media was out there. So if we bring this closer to home, before, before going to the obvious question in terms of elections yeah. this year at the moment, but if we bring this closer to home, I just want to play a little bit of a, a devil's advocate and etc. And maybe when you guys see these memes on Facebook and Twitter, and they're of you know Party P and certain people in Party P, and you know maybe certain politician is dressed up in some getup from some movie because some guys that's <laughs> Photoshop. You never know. Your opinion might be might be being manipulated. <laughs> Somebody wants you to think X, Y, and Z. Social engineering. Yeah. So, (laughs) anyway. At the moment, a lot of people are looking at the American election process right now quite befuddled. Yeah. I've got this list on Twitter of people in tech, you know, founders, (laughs) you know, uh, influential developers, and et cetera. To a man, they're all... What is happening? How is Trump a candidate right now? <laughs> They're confused. They do not understand what is happening. <laughs> After reading this Bloomberg article and understanding the fact that these guys are able to manipulate what appears in a newspaper or influence what appears in a newspaper, what people you, your regular person is seeing on social media... Yeah. They're talking about creating bots all the rage at the moment. Yep. They're talking about creating a whole bunch of bots to essentially tweet about the fact that, oh, X candidate is great, or slanderous comments about whatever candidate. This is all something that they can do, and it's, it's possible. I'm looking at this and wondering. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about social engineering, and this is not to put anyone down, are we just gullible as people? But especially now that the oncoming of social media, right? Yeah. Especially back then, it was either radio, TV, or print media, right? Yeah. Okay. So you couldn't really, you could do it to a degree, yes. but it was a lot harder, right? Because different papers, so maybe people were more informed. But now this millennial generation, that probably, sadly, to some degree, I do believe, don't read a lot, will not question. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you, you see this all, it's, it's like these pranks that people say, that sadly some of them are now true, and say, this person has died. And then would just go ahead and just tweet things oh my without even double-checking the tweet or the they'll see it on Facebook. Or, that, you know, so that's that other, that's mm. the version of it, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think the immediacy of social media has changed what is taken as fact yeah and how news and opinion spreads mm. to your point the number of times that eddie murphy has died <laughs> i mean when the prince news came out i'm, look, I'm looking at this like wait wait google prince hoax <laughs> like just being honest just, yeah right today the way information spreads and the way you gain not just notoriety but actual social and yeah. monetary capital by being the first, the first person one. with news. So it's all that thing of, oh, I tweeted it first or I said it first. Exactly. Oh, I see. People now make money off of the fact that they've got a large Twitter following. Yeah. 
people exploit a lot of things to do this. If they're on Instagram, maybe they post suggested pictures. Yeah. If they're on Twitter, they make a lot of jokes mm. or they uh, they're tweeting news first or they're providing social commentary Press, on yeah. issues, hard press hard pressing agendas, whatever it is, button pushing mm. issues and etc. being controversial on purpose. Yeah. There are a lot of people that you can read their content on social media. Mm. Meet them in real life, they're completely different. Different. People. Yeah. This climate as far as technology and social structures and etc and communication has allowed things to take lives of their own. Oh yeah. Trends on Twitter and Facebook you have people making up stuff, benefiting from making up stuff. And people just wanting to talk about stuff. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking about making up stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a today in fact on the BBC about this girl in Australia. Uh-huh. I think it was, I, and the problem I never looked into it, but it was big news today because obviously she, the 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 story was her name was what? She had a famous name, because uh, something calls her famous act. Anyway, she said that she was sick, cancerous, etc., and she got cured by taking herbal stuff, and she made lots of money from this. So social media, that's exactly. This is a perfect about. example. Exactly right. Okay, so in this society where. You have people just wanting to talk about stuff, wanting to share X, Y, Z. You know, even even if it's terrible news, we have a lot of today. Aside from the activism, the social activism, we also have a lot of uh, the. I don't I, I don't know what to call it, but it's because I don't do it. I find it kind of off-putting. Mm. You have a lot of people. You know, when there's a crisis, a world crisis. Oh yes, we're showing solidarity with whoever, and yeah. a lot of people. It's only as far as typing in some words into a social account and they forget about it and go on with their day, which yeah. is unfortunate. There was a period of time when, you know, the telethon was a thing. True. Something major happens somewhere, people donate to mm. help that situation and, you know, something actually gets done. Yes, there is GoFundMe, Kickstarter, all of these crowdfunding platforms today. But if I'm honest, when there's a tragedy somewhere... There are very few people that I see actually broadcasting, hey, you can donate here, versus I'm going to change my avatar to, to a flag of your country. Yeah. I'm so sorry, we are praying for you. And that's the okay. next. The next tweet is... Oh, yeah, it's got nothing to do with... Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. Today, everything can be influenced so heavily by people for whatever gain it is. I think there are people... According to this article, uh, that actually can even lobby, you know, based on ideas Mm. and ideals that they want to actually proliferate amongst people. Yeah. Okay. So, if it's for instance, well, we want Trump to actually become a presidential candidate, there is a possibility that somebody went and said, listen, let's get as much information out there to make Trump look good. Or not. Because perhaps even doing the opposite attracts people. I, it, it's a very in, interesting, interesting conundrum and thing to look at. But yeah, so so that's social engineering. Yeah, so I found you found the name. Okay, it was Bell Gibson, uh-huh. Australian blogger who faked cancer. That is just despicable, yeah, by the way. There we go. So there we go about social engineering and, like you said, jumping onto these things because we 
A lot of people don't want to be left out. Yeah. Is that feeling of, yeah, what do they call it? FOMO. 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 <laughs> You're missing out, yes. There we go. Yeah. There so we go. This is, this so it was about. basically social engineering, but mm. by doing that, they could influence the direction voters went. Uh, and they were successful in so many ways. And of course, uh, he, he, was, he was apparently doing this for 16 years in Mexico. Yeah. Influencing political decisions. It's like the most shocking, shocking thing. No, it's definitely, it's definitely something to watch. Yeah. Trust me on that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So um, without having arrived at a conclusion, we got a, a solid conclusion regarding uh, governance and whatnot in tech. Um, solid conclusion is it's needed. It's needed? It's That's needed. our conclusion? That is the conclusion. Ladies and gentlemen, we have we a have. conclusion. Our we need conclusion. tech in governance. We do need it. <laughs> I mean, we've touched on all these other things. And, you know, we've talked about health. We've talked about, you know, yeah. social things and but it is it is needed we're talking about access to information you can we mm-hmm. can go on and i'm sure the other people are going to listen but it is needed to improve listen lives across if the you board, are yeah. listening from a developed country if you are listening from a less developed country get in touch with us we're on twitter at tech corners we would love to hear from you we also have yep. our individual t- twitter accounts i'm at two seats t-w-o-s-e-a-t-s mm-hmm. uh jay's at the J man uh, the underscore J-Man, T-H-A underscore J-Man. Yep. And we want to hear from you. Listen, um, how do you feel about the use of technology in your own country? I mean, for instance, I'm so excited about the fact that Estonia has their land and uh, ownership of land and entire system regarding that all mm. digital mm. versus here where... Uh, if you've been to a city council in Zambia and seen the room where they keep all the files, you will understand how epically poor that place is. Yeah, it I'm is just terrible. impressed that I can actually find stuff. So. Yes. So, so it is. if you have a, an opinion on mm. how your country does something well or could improve, we want to hear from you. I would love to do a follow-up yep. episode, you know, you know, talking about people's personal experiences. If you have experiences regarding... Anything, healthcare, business, uh, actual policy yeah. from your government, uh, schooling, tax, whatever it is, voting even. Yeah. If you have any experience with that as far as technology is concerned or ideas on how they can be improved mm. in your country, we want to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear about that. I want to talk about it. Do something. You know, I'll write a blog post if you want. I'll, I'll, yeah. Just give me some info that I, sure. that I can work with and we'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Otherwise, thank you for listening. It's another yeah. episode of the Tech Corner in the bag. And yes, you can listen to us if you are not a regular listener on SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud.com forward slash Tech Corner. We're also on iTunes, yeah. which you can basically take advantage of using any popular po- podcast app. True. Pick yours. Uh, search for the Tech Corner podcast. The artwork is uh, pretty straightforward. Mm. Uh, hosted by Two Seats and the J-Man. Uh, yeah, yeah so tell a friend, as well. uh, subscribe, yep. um, uh, repost, True. share on social media. Comment. There you go. You, you can tell people that we are the be- best podcast yeah. in the world. We do not <laughs> mind. We, we will not contest that. <laughs> we'll be glad. <laughs> yeah. And All right. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, here we go. Thanks a lot.